Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello there, and welcome to another Andy Goldstein's TalkSport Daily Podcast. With me, your friendly companion and host of the podcast. Yeah, Andy Goldstein, you guessed it. I mean, there's a big clue in the title there. Anyway, it's not really clue, though. Let's move on, shall we? And what a podcast we've got coming up. Now, I know what you're thinking. You say that every single day. And I do, but I'm telling you now, sometimes I lie. Sometimes they are appalling. I'm not going to tell you which ones, but some of them are. God, yeah, I don't even know how they make it out. Anyway, this one's a good one. And we start, of course, with the best show on national radio. Yeah, my one. The Andy Goldstein Sports Bar, Monday to Thursday from 10pm, with reaction to a busy night in the Champions League. Sit back, open your lug holes, and listen to words coming out of people's mouths. We're just not going to have enough players to last the season. We need cover. He's got to go out and buy people in January. David, are you yeah. the same David that phoned us about a year ago saying sack clop? No, I'm not sacking Klopp. No, no, no. no. no Listen. No. Are you the same David? I am. Yeah. You won the sack Klopp a year ago, didn't you? No. I, oh, look, he won the Champions League. No, 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 listen, no. Listen, David, 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 listen to the David, question. David, David, mm. I know who you are. Right? Mm. You are the same David that a year mm. ago said sack Klopp, aren't you? Yeah, but obviously we... No, we, no, 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 no. I'm just saying. Yeah. I am, yes. Look, well, you were wrong then, right? Yes. But we... I still, I still feel that we are going to run out of players. Where's the cover for Virgil van Dijk? There is isn't it, is any. Is it Klopp's fault that you don't have all this cover? Well, I think he should realise. He knows that we've got the Club World Championship in December. He knows we're going to have like games Klopp? every three why days. Why don't you like Klopp? David, you're... And you, I, for don't, I don't like him. He should have thought this through. He, he should... Well, <laughs> they had the money from selling Coutinho... And he had the money and he could have bought Pepe and he didn't. And he could have bought... But he Bruno bought, he bought your goalkeeper and a centre-half with that money. Land. David. Yeah. He bought your goalkeeper and a centre-half with that money. Yeah, but that's not enough. We, we, you, gotta, you can't stay stay still. You have to move forward. David. We've got to compete David, with Man City. David. David. Yeah. Name the mistakes so far your manager, Klopp, has made. We're not playing. We're not playing particularly well. We're winning games ugly, but we're not. Mm. We're not yeah. putting teams to the sword. We are mm. not. What's really the mistake, so David, David? David, I didn't ask you to give me an appraisal of what Klopp's season looks like. Mm. I've asked you to give me the the, the the mistakes that your manager Klopp has made. I, I, I think tonight definitely he started with the wrong lineup. I don't think Gomez is as good as Arnold, Alexander Arnold at the back, and he should have started with him. And when, when Fabinho came off, I was thinking, yeah, you could bring Oxlade-Chamberlain on, but 
they need somebody up front attacking. It's quite obvious that Mo Salah is not 100% fit. David, David, have you changed your mind about sacking Klopp? I, no, at the moment, I don't want to sack Klopp. I just want... At the moment. At the moment. He's I mean, top of the league geez. and he's just winning the Champions League. Dave, and I'm, at the moment, you, know what, you don't David, want to sack him. I remember speaking to you. In wow. fact, you know what? We've spoken to you a number of times over the last, I'd say, 18 months. Mm. Your rhetoric has not changed. I, I think you're being... David? You're, you're, you're an unrealistic fan, David. David. give it to him, both barrels. You are, David. Go on, Dave. It's not, it's not unrealistic. You cannot stay still. You have to move forward. You, having won the Champions League, why hasn't he not attracted even better players? We should be buying players like Lewandowski or Mbappe. Honestly, David, you wanna, David, you David to... you're a clown. You're a but clown. Honestly, David, you're a clown. You are, mate. I'm sorry. Win, I'm you... sorry, David. Lewandowski and Mbappe. Come on, what is that going to cost Liverpool? Are you going to pay for it? But they've got the money. There you go. Andy Goldstein, Sports Bar, Monday to Thursday from 10pm. Uh, by the way, if you own a Rajar diary, I'm told that if you mark my show in your diary, you instantly become more attractive to, well, the opposite sex, the same sex, whatever your desires are. But that's apparently a scientific fact. So if you mark my show in your diary, you become a better person. That's I can read it out here. Marking the Rage Our Diary will make you instantly a better person and more attractive. Dot, 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 fact. Okay, on to the next one. This is Clinton Morrison talking about Ross Barkley, saying he has to stop being so naive when he's going out with Jim and Natalie. Now, what's Ross Barkley doing going out with Jim and Natalie? Huh? What's he doing going out with them two? This is not the first time um, with Ross Barkley. He had an incident a month and a half ago. I think if you had an incident a month and a half ago, be careful where you're going. I'm not telling you you can't go away because you'll ask your manager on an international break if you're, or whatever if you've got a few weeks of kind of go away. If you're injured, you go away. So you go away and the manager says, yeah, but just be a bit careful and be a bit sensible. But by all accounts, he's got his top off in a nightclub. And yeah, these footballers nowadays, they are ripped and trimmed and stuff. So they do like to take their top off. But be, just be a bit more streetwise and professional. And as I said before, it's not the first time it's the second time, and it's in the space of only a couple of months. You've got to be a bit more clever. And he's injured at the moment as well. That's the worst thing about it. So, yeah, so Frank, I think he's come out and handled it the right way. And listen, footballers, we do go on holiday, but you have to be careful. You are in the public eye, Jim. So if you're in the public eye, you've got to know how to... Yeah, um, social to, media, yeah. people with camera so phones. So you've got to know how to behave yourself. And, and he didn't behave himself in the right way there, Ross. And listen, I think he's a brilliant talent. I think he's a really good footballer. A lot of people question, should he be in that? England squad yes he should be in the England squad because every time he's in that England squad he delivers I think he will get back into that Chelsea team but he, he has to stop his demeanours off the pitch because it's not good he's a, he's a role model for kids and kids are watching that they'll say alright is it good to go in the nightclub and take my top off well kids are doing that some kids are doing that 16, 17 year olds yeah. now what I'm trying to say but yeah. you have to be more streetwise and more clever And I know you and Natalie have a different take on it because you think well yeah he's on a break so uh, to, he can to go a degree, away and do what he wants. But yeah. you just have to be careful because you are in that public eye. And I, the reason I'm moaning about it, because I don't want... He's, um, he's got talent. And in the end, he could be that guy of... Russ Barkley had talent, but he never fulfilled his potential because off-the-field incidents always affected what he'd done on the pitch. And people mm -hmm. just know him for those kind of incidents. So I like him as a footballer. But he, he, there's a, there comes a time where you have to be a bit more clever. 
he's got so much talent. I don't want to see him waste his potential. I mm. like Ross Barkley as a footballer. I think he's brilliant. I know a lot of people might say, oh, he's not a good footballer. Me, personally, I like watching him. I've watched him from his younger days at Everton, and I think he's brilliant. He, want, he takes the ball, he can pick passes, he scores goals. He's, he's a complete midfielder when he's on his game. But I don't want to see this, this guy's potential go to waste by people always talking about what he's doing off the field or mm. in nightclubs. Let's talk about what he's doing on the pitch, because that, that's what you'll see to get the best out of Ross Barkley. Yeah. Is it relevant to suggest, Clinton, that his career could go pear-shaped? Is it on the way to going pear-shaped? No, because he's 25 and he's... and he's, he's th- But you're at a big... The problem he has to realise, he's at a big club like Chelsea, so people are always going to want to take a pop at you when stuff stuff's going wrong off the f- field and on the field. And also, he's in England international, so you're in that public eye. So I think when you're like that, people will look at you more and always scrutinise you more and have a look and say, oh, there's Ross Barkley, let me take a picture of him, pull it on the social media or yeah. whatever. And then, you know, people have a go at him. But I'd rather people be talking about Ross Barkley for the things he does on a football pitch because I think he's a brilliant talent. And I just don't want it to go to waste. And you are right. It is the second time in a few months. If it happens three or four times, then you start worrying as a manager. Time now for the Out of Brazil Sports Breakfast Show. And Sir Clive Woodward was on the show. He was asking questions about whether Eddie Jones is the right man to take England forward. I don't know the answer. Probably neither do you. Let's sit back and hear the questions. Hopefully, there'll be some answers to it. Look at what you took the team from in 2015, where they're on their knees, but didn't even get out of the pool in 2015. Yeah. So four years later, he takes them to World Cup final. Forget how they played. So I think he's done a, a really good job. Uh, what I would do is, you know, I think the RFU have done well. They've, he's got another two years on his contract. I'll just have a see what happens this, mm. this Six Nations, this next 12 months. I think because do not underestimate that's taking a lot out of him. The disappointment for him will be huge. He does have to start again. I don't think it's a case of, okay, well, we've got a good young team. It's building. I, I, I don't think we have. I think that was a line in the sand now. They've got to start again. The next two games are uh, France away, Scotland away. Yeah. Hugely difficult games in Six Nations, as you guys both know. So I would just say to Eddie, you know, just, just go another 12 months, two years, and then have a look how we go. Yeah. And if he does well over the next 12 months, two months, 100% he should take the team to... France, but there's no rush. You know, we, I keep thinking, well, he's going to get pinched by this. But so if he wants to go, let him go. Mm. But if, he, if, if we want to get rid of him, I promise you there's English coaches in this country who I think are good enough now yeah. to step up. But I'd like to see Jones take England's next World Cup as long as he, he starts pretty well the next next Six Nations. I thought the performance in the semi-final against the Old Blacks was nearly, it was nearly, apart from the throw, a nearly perfection. Did you feel after that game, because I've got a good mate up the road, South African lad, who actually was happier to play England in the final than he was the All Blacks. And he reckoned, his his logic was, he felt England couldn't reach that level of performance again, whereas he had a belief, rightly or wrongly, that he thought the All Blacks could always raise their game because they're used to playing at that kind of momentum, with that kind of momentum, if I you think, like. I think being there, what, what, I, what I felt... Um, in the quarterfinal against Australia, in the semi-final against the All Blacks, definitely there was a real edge about the whole week. You know, Jones was cranky. There was a lot of testosterone flying around. There was, a, which is what, which is what you want. There's a real fear factor from the fans and the whole thing, and that happened in the performance. There was a real spikiness about England, and as you as you rightly say, Ali, the game against New Zealand was it was a ten out of ten. Let's let's be fair. Yeah, yeah. It was an amazing performance because you not only beaten the All Blacks, but you beaten the semi-final of the World Cup. And and then the last week, and I, I promise you, this is on hindsight, you could just see the whole thing went flat. Mm. It was almost like we'd won the World Cup. Yeah. It was like, you know, everyone's coming out to celebrate. I mean, I've even got an invitation on the Thursday to 
would I be involved in the commentary team on the winning parade? Yeah. Two days before wow. we played the World That's Cup scary. final. That's scary. Wow. That was, and I'm on the phone going, you've got to be checking. Who on earth organising yeah. yeah. this? Yeah. So this all this drifted in. And it's one thing that I would sort of speak to Eddie about if I could speak to him. But I'd just say, you know, what actually happened? Because I think there's so many distractions. And your job as a head coach yeah. is to stop those distractions. And it's okay saying, yeah, we knew this was coming. I don't think they did spot it. <coughs> I mean, I went to one of the press conferences on the, on the Thursday, uh, two days before the World Cup final, and Eddie did his press conference and kind of left the room. Then they brought in Marla and Dan Cole. Yeah. And it was like Laurel and Hardy. And this is two days for the World Cup final. Mm-hmm. These guys were on the bench. And everyone said, well, they're just bench players. Well, actually, they were the two main, main protagonists in the yeah. end. Cole comes on after a couple of minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Marla had to come on because had problems in the scrums. But they just weren't at the races. And this South African journalist said to me in the back of the press conference, wow, if, if the whole team's like that, they're yeah. in big trouble. And, and you he, just felt it all week. And the senior players, are, you know, Martin Johnson, Delalio, are, are saying, does everyone know what's coming on Saturday? Because mm-hmm. the South Africans are just in their hotels, shoving in their studs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Letters, and they've got a great team. And, and they just belted England. Brute force, wasn't it? Over now to TalkSport 2, if you're unaware what TalkSport 2 is, it doesn't matter. Oli Gunnar Solskjaer was asked why he's taken so many youth and fringe players to Kazakhstan and left so many of the big names, first-teamers, at home. I mean, TalkSport 2 should have phoned me up, I could have told you that, because they've already qualified and it's pointless risking the big players when you've got league games coming up and the kids can play and get experience and the fringe players need games as well. I mean, it's not the most difficult question. in the world. Anyway, this is what Solskjaer had to say. I'm guessing it's the same. We've uh, done great to qualify after four games. So it gives us an opportunity to give uh, game time to uh, the experienced lads who need it. So Axel, Luke, uh, Jesse, they've not really had uh, too many games and they're coming back from from injuries. It's a great chance for me to give Lee his first start for the club. And uh, it's... uh, it's hard, you know, with the young kids to give them enough games against uh, men, professional uh, games. We got the EFL trophy, and for, for me, this is a great chance to see uh, them all together. Over now to Hawksby and Jacobs, Paul and Andy, and incidentally, I forgot to mention, it was Andy Jacobs' birthday the day before yesterday. Guess how old he was? Go on, just say it in your head. Guess how old it was. Note higher. Note higher. Note higher. Note higher. Keep going, you're close. One more. Yeah, you got it. Three away from 70. Yeah. Yeah, I wish him happy birthday, but uh, sadly doesn't remember. Anyway, this is Paul and Andy doing what they do best. People seem quite intrigued with your skill of um, yes. guessing the inside mm, leg of someone bad, just eh? by sizing them up, just by looking at them from your old days in menswear, Absolutely. not the band. This is because <laughs> the great musician, uh, singer-songwriter Paul Carrick was in earlier on, and Andy used to... Um, uh, basically, sell him clothes when he had his shop. Yeah, back and, in the old. Uh, we we relived the old times. I took his inside leg measurement. Yeah, it was left. great, just for old times' sake, just to feel that tape measure <laughs> creep <laughs> creeping up his inner thigh. So brought it all. I've back. always got it with me, round my neck. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose it does mark you out as a tailor, doesn't it? <clears throat> if you're always walking round with a tape measure around your neck, do they? St- when you're measuring an inside leg, do they mm. not use those ones that estate agents use, but like a beam of light? Oh, no, you don't want to do that. You 
they not do that like a no, laser? You've got to, you've got to, you've you got still, to, it's yeah, still got to be. You've got to touch. I mean, the only thing is in these kind of in these different times, the idea of mm. kind of thrusting your hand right into somebody's groin and saying well, twenty nine. I mean, you could do that then. I mean, I think that no, I think I the remember, laser. I remember being, doing Miss Diane's alterations from Crossroads. <laughs> Miss Diane from Crossroads <laughs> used to come in. Shop, in. Used to yeah. do her alterations only once. Yeah. That's right, okay. Susan Hansen, I think her name was. Oh, great right. knowledge. Yeah, there we fantastic. are. This one for the kids. Is that <laughs> on your business card? <laughs> I do like the idea of you. It would be a conversation well, starter. I did Miss Diane's Crossroads Inside Leg. It would be a great business card, though, wouldn't it? <laughs> it would be... Uh, it would be a, 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 if people came in the studio to, to be guests on the show yeah. and you had a tape measure around your neck... <laughs> How long would it be before they... Yeah. How long would it be before... Always pins in your mouth. Yeah. The whole show with pins in your mouth. That'd be great. <laughs> oh, yeah, welcome to... Oh, Paul Hawksby. Just to, Yeah, it'd be great, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah no, just be good, stay yeah. there. Don't move, don't move. I'll just pin those. Yeah, this, yeah, It won't look like that. That stitching at the... Well, I didn't want this big white stitching. If it's a long interview, on. you could have a tailor's out the back. By the end of the interview, could, we've yeah, done the suit. We could, have, we could do made-to-measure suits, couldn't we? It'd be like Dave's of Shanghai. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Carrick sits down, you size him up, you'd say, why are you? And you look at him, and then basically... He, John he's got... comes in with a swatch, his cloth. <laughs> <laughs> and we say, Paul, good luck with the new album, good luck with the tour, and here it is. Here's your suit. Three-piece Prince of Wales check. Turn round, turn round in 15 minutes. Not bad. That's right, you could do... A, if somebody was in for half an hour, we could do a it's couple a, of suits for him, couldn't a, we? It's a good idea, That's isn't What it? a great idea. You're listening to TalkSport Daily. 
I think the the big message that came out of it, of it was that um, if you've got an opportunity to bat on a on a wicket like that, you know you've got to make sure it counts. Um, obviously, 350 is a is a decent score, but you know on a wicket like that, it's really five six hundred. Um, when you get the opportunity to bat first, that's going to make a difference in a, on a wicket like that. Back now to the Jim and Natalie show, and they were talking to Martin Waghorn, who was talking about the arrival of Rue at Derby County. No one ever calls him Rue, only the back page of newspapers call him Rue. Like, Rue injures Metatarsal, or we need Rue for this big game of the World Cup, or Rue, you've been... Just other headlines with Rue in it. You understand where I'm going with this. Yeah, I hope that he brings in his, his desire, his attitude that he's always had throughout his career. Um, someone I've I've looked up to closely over over my career, and hopefully, he just brings in that mentality of you never give up, you never lose. And in this league, it's all about it's all about that. Um, you need players not only with an, uh, with a bit of quality, but that can hang in there, can fight for you, fight for your three points home and away. Has he been in and around the place this week, Martin? Have you seen much of him? Yeah, he's been in here doing bits and bobs, but I think he's still he's still ineligible to play for the minute, so a little break and come back around to go, and hopefully that gives you that bit of a boost in the new year that we that we need. Martin, finally, is is there still in any way any kind of depression hanging over the players after that fateful night out? Um, I I don't think so. To be honest, listen, it's been it's been handled in the way it's been handled from the club outside of the club, and everyone's been dealt there. The punishment, so we've got to get on with that as players. We're, we're professional, um, it's been done, it's happened, and we'll move on. Um, and if it is, then listen, it's, it's something that we need to eradicate very quickly. But as far as I'm concerned, we, we all know where we stand as players and, and individuals in the team, and as a group, we know where we are and who we are and what we're fighting for. So, yeah, it's it disappointing, it's, it obviously is, but. Listen, we've moved on from that and we're just looking forward to get three points week in, week out. So now it's all about stand up and be counted. Definitely. Well, that's nearly it for another podcast. No, don't press stop yet. There's still more goodness to come in the sports bar, or to give it its proper title, the greatest show on radio. Yes, the Andy Goldstein Sports Bar, Monday, Thursday, and 10 pm. Have a listen. So, a wee hypothetical dilemma for you here. One of your co-hosts there, one of the both of you, is bitten by a snake. Well, to put it politely, what a man wants at least. Penis. Would you suck out the poison as a means to preserve life or risk and wait for an ambulance to arrive? I'll tell you what, Josh, I'll tell you what we'll do. Towers there. I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll answer the question if you ask it with a little bit more oomph in it. Because at the moment it sounds like you've been it bitten. Like, it sounds like Andy Murray. Yeah. That's what you sound like. Come on, Scott. Come on, Scott. Give us the best Scott we can actually have. Come on. All right, let's go for it. Go on, Scott. So, a snake sneaks into the talk sport towers, bites Jason Cundy, where, as I said, a penis. man wants at least... Penis. You can say penis, penis. Scott. And Pe- Scott, I've got to tell you, there's not a lot of bite down there. Scott, say penis. You can say penis. Okay, penis, that's fine. See, I, I don't I mean don't just randomly. Yeah. I mean, say it in, in its correct context. <laughs> penis. Yeah, yeah. So you're a bit bitten in the penis by a snake. Yeah. Would you, in a bid to help your other co-host, yeah. suck the poison okay. out, I've got or some would you risk you. waiting for an ambulance okay. to turn does, up? Does he know he's been bitten by the snake? Jeez. Well, I assume he knows, yeah. He, okay. he definitely not... knows. Cause... I saw it. I watched it happen. Okay. Uh, and there's, there's some sort of weird climate protest, so the ambulances are taken. What sort of snake is it? Get round the roads in London. How long has he got left? A poisonous one. 
Post yeah, how long do you got? An hour? You, you don't know. You don't know. That's the dilemma that you've got. Instantly, that's the dilemma that you've poison out. No, I think I'd let. option in your head. I'd let him die and then put it on TikTok. I would suck it out. I'd suck it out. If that's Adrian Durham, I'd suck it out. The moose. Suck it out. Oh, well, they doing Durham? Let, let, let it go. Danny, Danny <laughs> Kelly. Suck it out. Alan Brazil. Suck it out. Andy Jacobs. Uh, oh, for, suck it out. Alan, Alan Brazil. Jim White. The, the, the snake could be more powerful. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> Bang. I think they've just been bitten on the penis. Amazing. Well, that's it. Just time to tell you about a few more emails that have actually come in while you've been listening to all that sort of stuff. Uh, this one's coming from Brian, no surname. Just says, Andy, uh, I've got Radio Diary. I listen to your show maybe once or twice a week, but I'm going to mark you down in every single day, even days when you're not on. Now, don't do that because people will see through it. Just Monday to Thursday from 10pm. All right, It's not rocket science. Just have the common courtesy to write it down when I'm on. And the other email comes in, says, Dear Andy, uh, good news for you. Your delivery is now in. Oh, no, I don't need to read that one out. Forget that. I'll read that in a minute. Anyway, that's it for another podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Have a good day. Be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from Talk Sport. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.